0: we'll go live in five seconds four three two one
1: hello everybody and welcome to firefox news online and as always i'll have the opening and talking points for you in just a sec but i just wanted to remind everyone as we get ready to get underway in just a sec oh but i just wanted to remind on. everyone as we get ready, got to a get little, it. got a little. There we go. Now, just to remind everyone, in order to listen to talking points, you must be in either the Mixler chat room or on one of the five video platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. You will not hear them on the phone lines. All right. So, just want to. Bring you a little reminder of that. You'll get another reminder of it in the talking points, of course, but I want you to be aware of this. I think you'll get a reminder in the talking points. Just be mindful of this very important fact. To hear the talking points, as I said one more time, you must be in the chat room on Mixler or one of the five video platforms. You will not hear talking points on Mixler. The phone lines. All right. So let's see if we can't get this party started. All right. I think we can really do that. Yeah. Why not? I figure, what the hell? It's Tuesday night. I've got my Christmas decorations up. It's kept simple, but eh, I like it. And we're ready to
2: rock and roll
1: okay uh, so let's rock and roll uh, wait a minute it might actually help if I actually have it set up where you'll where everything is just hunky-dory attacks, threats or hate speech oh, and I see now there there goes that. Okay. Now, let's try that again, shall we?
3: Push the button, George.
1: I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Don't rush me. Just push the damn button, George. Uh, Will you stop rushing me? George, push the... Will you shut up and push the button? Okay, fine. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room, and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976 which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. The battle for the White House continues. I am George Sinzer, and this is Firefox News Online. And of course, as you just heard, it is time for Talking Points. Well, there is a whistleblower... A subcontractor, a truck driver, that is telling an incredible situation. And this situation, uh, well, has to do with the ballots and, you know, transporting them, the whole bit. And, well, I didn't get a chance to listen to the whole thing, but something tells me that with the uh, affidavits, the whistleblowers, With all of the evidence that they've gathered, this is going to be a turnover, the likes of which this country may never see again. So, here's the question. Why did William Barr, the Attorney General, fuck us up by saying they could not uncover any evidence of voter fraud? Yes, U.S. attorneys and the FBI say that there's no evidence of voter fraud. <laughs> Are you fucking insane? Oh, God. I, I I, had a suspicion that Bill Barr was kind of resentful of President Trump, or maybe he's a Democrat in sheep's clothing. I'm not kidding, folks. I get the stinking feeling that this bastard is out to torpedo President Trump no matter what. I think he's been uh, suckered into the Democrat web of bullshit and lies. That's right, folks. If you think I'm crazy, well, you're not the only one. But let's face the reality, okay? The, The bottom line is here you have a person who is sitting there acting as if his word is the final word on the subject. Well, guess what? It's not, Bill. Sorry, Mr. Barr. But you are far from impartial when it comes to this. You've had your uh, hands slapped on more than one occasion. You have been told by the president on more than one occasion where the bear shits in the woods. So let's face the reality here, okay? Let's face the common basic reality. You are in the doghouse with the president on occasion and you don't like it. So you had to speak out against him by saying this stuff. I mean, according to Newsmax, okay, and and the, you, you, believe me, I didn't like. But according to Newsmax, he spoke to the Associated Press and said that the Department of Justice has no evidence of fraud that would change the election outcome. You know what? You're an idiot. You're talking to an outlet that has called the election for Joe Biden and none of the outlets that called it for Joe Biden are the official source for calling the election. Not Fox News, not CNN, not MSNBC, not the Associated Press, not the New York Times, not the New York Daily News, not any of these liberal shitbags that call themselves a news organization. They don't have the authority to call the election officially. And by the way, if anybody is sick and tired of seeing office of the president-elect, it doesn't exist. Tell Biden that. Please tell him that. Because obviously somebody forgot to tell him, you are a candidate, not the president of the United States. You are a private citizen. You cannot go and create an office that doesn't exist. Good Lord have mercy. But there's more, folks. There is a lot more going on here. Okay? Now I've got the audio clip that I'm gonna play for you of this whistleblower from Pennsylvania. Okay? Now listen to me very carefully because you're about to you're you're about to get the quite literally the living daylights shocked out of you. If you haven't heard about this already. All right. So let me see. How can I do this? Oh, yes. Well, Jesse Morgan is a truck driver, subcontractor, with the United States Postal Service in Pennsylvania. Now, this whistleblower came forward. All right. He he was in Arlington, Virginia. He came forward and... He reveals details of fraud, possibly affecting thousands of thousands of ballots. Uh, Mr. Barr, oh, Mr. Attorney General, uh, when you have whistleblowers that are willing to come forward like this, uh, doesn't that kind of count as evidence? I mean, seriously, I would think that witness testimony is evidence It's not hard to figure out, folks. It's not rocket science. You know, I keep talking about this constantly, and it bears repeating. If you don't know what the fuck you're doing, stay out of it. If you haven't got a clue, don't bother with it. If you can't handle the heat, get the fuck out of the kitchen. Okay? It's really not that hard to do at all. But when it comes to politics and being in the alternative media game, you know, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to dissect whatever is out there in the media, all right? And sources that I believe to be credible, like Newsmax and One American News, all right? They're credible sources. So I'm going to take them at their word. I'm going to take them to task if it ever changes. But I don't think it will. So here's what's going to happen, folks. Okay, I'm going to look at this, along with you, very carefully. So take my advice for what it's worth, and it's probably worth a lot here. Pay close attention to tonight's broadcast and chime in if you feel the need. All right. As always, the broadcast will be freshly uploaded to the servers on Blog Talk Radio with the entire broadcast intact. Okay, now last night's uh, broadcast, well, uh, kind of cut off the opening because I forgot to do something, but that's normal. You know, we hosts that do things, you know, in the studio by ourselves, uh, <laughs> it happens. Yeah. So, having said that, hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast all over the globe on Parlor, MeWe, Gab and all other social media platforms with that having been said it is now time as always for the rest of the story and we are live large and in charge from our studios here in the hudson valley hello everybody i'm george Sinzer. thanks for tuning in tonight we are grateful to have you aboard joining me in the mixler chat room are mike from Louisiana and gunslinger from the lone star state And we've got Gene and Cherokee Rose watching by way of Periscope.tv. We also have a viewer on Twitch checking us out as well. So, hey, thanks for being here tonight. We are glad you are along for the ride. And what a ride it is going to be, as always. And, oh, and by the way, I I do want to say one thing before I even get fully underway. And that is... There. I've let my Looney Tunes side of me come out just a little bit at the start. I figure, what the hell, you know? May as well. Most folks who anchor a broadcast like this, they're not going to do that. They're not going to let their silly side come through. Because people will think they're a, a, a little uh, they're, they're, they're kind of uh, uh, you know, up, uh, there's something missing up there, you know. So, there you go. And if I can give a person a good chuckle, a good, a good laugh to start the night off with, the better it is. Now, of course, you can join us for tonight's discussions at 347- 945- 574. Or 7. And by the by, joining me right now from Louisiana, from way down near the bayou, is that crazy Cajun. Mike is in the house. Howdy, Mike. Howdy, Howdy, So, what's going on down there in your neck of the woods?
4: Uh not too much. Uh, first off, Mini cold snap, you know, uh, uh. of the year. Uh, we'll get that over the next month and a half, two months, whatever, from from this time to about middle, middle of the February, mid-March, some, uh, early March, whatever. You know, it gets cold and it gets warm and it gets cold again, you know, that type of stuff. So, yeah, you know, I mean, and when I say warm, I'm saying, you know, 75 degree
2: it goes from being 75
1: to being i don't know 40 you know well so, yeah yeah uh oh oh wait a minute wait a minute ah uh, i did it again i forgot to turn the the volume up on the on the on the on, on your side so you got a bit of a cold snap down there in louisiana and stuff and and it's going to last till it's going to it's going to be like that till february
4: no yeah the way it works down here you know it'll it'll get it it'll get warm and then for a couple of weeks it'll get to where you know it'll go up and down instead of being 75 it'll be you know Fifty ish, fifty-five ish sixty during the day, you know, and then they'll go back up to being about seventy, you know. Then it, 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 that, that's the that's the pattern, that's the weather pattern that happens, you know.
1: Yeah, well, gunslinger, kind of, I'm I'm willing to bet he's still kind of kind of not so happy with New York right now, stealing all that nice warmer weather last night, you know. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, it, he, he was sitting at 32 degrees, and we were sitting at 62 degrees, and he, he wasn't a happy camper, I don't think. Speaking of Gunslinger, he's on the phone line with us. Hello, Gun. How are you, Gun? Well, they're still 45, so I'm not happy with that. <clears throat> well, guess what? You're warmer than we are. You took the warmth back. Really? Yeah. See, it's 39 degrees here in my neck of the woods, but the feel like temperature is 28. Damn. Yeah. Well, you
3: know, this is like you, like Mike was saying. This is crazy ass weather because I was looking at the forecast today. It's supposed to be, you know, kind of cold at night all this week, maybe up in the 50s, maybe. And the next week, it's supposed to be hitting almost 70. <laughs>
1: next you know something? I think Mother Nature is having a hissy fit. She can't make up her mind what she wants. Mother um, Nature, look, Mother please. Mother Nature
4: is a woman.
1: Well, yeah, women, that's why she's called Mother Nature. Uh,
4: I don't, don't want to get on Cherokee Rose. I don't want to get on Cherokee Rose's bad side. You know but you don't. Women have the habit of you know the of their of their emotions you know going to different places at different times if you get what I'm saying in other words bonkers I'll tell it I'll say
1: okay let let me let me let me see if I can clarify something here for you Mike and, and, and you know so this way there's no misunderstanding and this way you don't get in any hot water okay think about this now Having been married and, of course, divorced, having dated many a woman over the years, I have come to realize that there is one thing I cannot analyze, and that is women. I gave up trying to figure out women a long time ago because I knew full well that if I tried, I'd still get into deeper hot water than than before. It'd be kind of like Bugs Bunny in that big stew pot on the island and the natives are slicing carrots in, in into the water because they want to cook them for dinner. And of course, every time I try to figure a woman out, it's like me, <clears throat> me. What's up, Doc? You know, sorry, it just doesn't work. And and sadly, <laughs> I I know that I've had to learn the hard way. Oh boy, did I have to learn the hard way! Jeez. So hopefully that helps. Oh yeah, it,
4: it helps. Huh? And I was, I was, you know, I was trying to couch it by saying, "Mother Nature is well a woman," you know, that type of stuff. But hey.
1: Okay, to paraphrase Popeye the Sailor, female, she is fickle. Ah.
2: <laughs> okay yes so from there gotcha.
3: Gotcha. whoa
2: well blow me down
1: yes folks you get news and topic discussion but a little bit of entertainment all rolled into one why not can't wait can it I don't play I don't play a lot of music, except around Christmas time which by the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on Christmas Eve, uh, provided I can find my copy of it, I will be airing It's a Wonderful Life, the original black and white version, okay, at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Christmas Eve. Immediately following that, and going from the end of that movie all the way until midnight christmas day the next day firefox news online will be doing its traditional yule log broadcast lots and lots of christmas carols yes you're even going to get subjected to my caterwauling i'm sorry to have to do that to you but you know i didn't i've been told i didn't do a bad job so i threw i'm throwing some of that in there too But uh, it is the annual Yule Log broadcast. It will be broadcast on uh, the video platforms. So if you're looking for something to enjoy, trust me when I say, tis the season to fire it up on Firefox News Online's Yule Log Christmas. So be sure to be there, okay? Now, having made you that know, announcement, and you'll be hearing that announcement year. periodically. So, there you go.
4: This uh, what's is the time that, Mike? Year of, uh, George. This is the time of year when debates are had on whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie.
1: You know that that debate has been going on since the movie came out, and 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 I. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. For anyone who is a fan of the Die Hard movie, the you know, the first one. Right? And we use the first one as the as the standard bearer of the Die Hard franchise, being as it's oh, the weather outside is frightful at the end of the movie. Everybody says it's a Christmas music, it's a Christmas movie. Others say, no, it's a, it's an action-adventure flick. It's not a Christmas movie. So, here's my question, ladies and gentlemen. And for the people watching by way of the video platforms, Twitch, Periscope, and DLive, you can chat with the host. Uh, unfortunately, the restreaming service that I use... Uh, hasn't caught up with the other ones yet, but that's okay. So if you want to chime in tonight live, you can. If, you, if you'd rather just send an email with your vote, you can do that. In the subject line, put down December 1st, 2020, and the, the following question, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes or no? And I may ask you why. Okay? So, That's the question. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes or no? An interesting question. Gunslinger, I'm going to start with... with with, with, uh, Why don't you take it first? Tell me, what do you think? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes or no? And if you want to elaborate on why, by all means.
3: You know, I don't know if I remember ever seeing that
5: movie or
1: not. Die Hard. Hmm. Wait a minute. It kind of rings a bell. Wait a minute. You, you mean you never saw what's-his-face crawling through an, a ventilation duct going... I'm gonna have a few laughs. He did that. And he, light, he lights his lighter in the uh, a ventilation duct? You mean the movie where he says, yippee-yi-ki-yay, motherfucker? Where he drops the, the bad guy out the window.
3: <clears throat> what year did it
4: come out?
1: Hmm. I want to say 96, but... Let me take a look. Let me look no, that no. up real fast.
4: Earlier here. than
1: that. And we'll find out in just a minute. Or
4: 88,
1: something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> ah, you're right. It did come out earlier than that. It came out in 1988. The Bruce Willis film. Now, according to its its designation, it's considered an action thriller. Okay?
3: It sure does sound familiar, but... If it came out back then, i probably seen it around that time, 1988, okay? I was still actively drinking, and we'd go over to a friend's house and, you know, on the weekends and rent movies from, you know, the local, you know, movie rental place on a VHF tapes, you know, the old mm-hmm. <laughs> prehistoric tapes. <laughs> My God, that's... And... Mm, uh, yeah, we'd sit there and watch movies all weekend. So, but it, it sounds
1: familiar. It does. Well I'll tell you I probably what. Probably have, but I don't remember. Well, Gunslinger, it it. it I, listen, I was still actively drinking back then too, but I did see the movie, and even snuck in some 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 booze. Hey, listen, you know those great big cups of soda you get in, in the movie theaters. Well I'd I'd suck out about maybe I'd say enough to put in two double shots of whiskey. Cuz I I would carry a, a small bottle of whiskey with me and I'd suck up some of that soda, pour in some whiskey, put the cap back on, shove it in my pocket and yep. I'm surprised I actually remember watching the movie. I'm serious, <laughs> because I went to the movies well, when it came out. Yeah, you
3: know, that's what I was. I mean, I said I probably seen it, but at the time it was if it was on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> the hangover was uh, overwhelming the movie uh, uh, criteria. You know what I mean. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, buddy. Here's a, what I'm going to do, 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 do. I'm going a, a, to share a picture in the chat room first. Put it there. Here's the image, classic image of Bruce Willis in the ventilation duct. All right, and I'll share this on uh, the video platform too. All the video platforms. Uh, I think you will find this. All right. So here, here's the here's the here's that classic that classic dude right there. I mean, uh, yeah, definitely a reminder. Now of course, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Hmm. Well, Gunslinger is kind of like me in a way, kind of having a blurry moment with the, you know, with the the back-in-the-day kind of memory. Uh, There are some things I don't remember because I was too How's right I am? (laughs) Uh, to really remember half the shit I should remember, <laughs> I kind of soaked those brain cells. <laughs> but of course, it looks familiar. But I did.
3: I mean, it, it looks familiar. But like I said, uh, ooh, that, it looks familiar. But mm, I'd have to go relook at, re-look at the movie now. Okay, I think well, that was the only time I did. See it.
1: Yeah. Well, Cherokee Rose is on watching by way of Periscope.tv slash FFNO says, nope, it's an action movie.
4: Well, here's my, here's my theory. When okay. is it set? When is it supposedly supposed to be set? What was he originally headed to that building to do?
1: Well, he went there to be right. to be to meet up with his wife because she was. They were having all a Christmas right. party in the Tacon in the Takenomi Building,
4: right.
1: and these guys were these guys. These German guys had aspirations of big money, lots of big money, because of these right. Barabons bonds or whatever the frigging hell they were in that safe. And they had to get in there, and they had all this elaborate. Weaponry. I mean, it was. Hey, listen, when you've got a freaking cannon, you know, an over the shoulder cannon, and you're sitting there going, bye bye, motherfucker. When you've got a guy sitting in the limousine down in the parking garage, and he sees something funky, and he decides to take that limousine and go, Bonsai! Yeah, okay, there's. And of course, you got Bruce Willis in the. In the duct, saying, "Come we'll on, we'll have a few laughs. blah blah blah, blah. and giving the 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 <laughs> coolest catchphrase of all yippee Kaye, motherfucker.' <laughs> mm-hmm. That 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 catch that that movie catchphrase has been played out to death over the years. Yeah." But here's here's right. the kicker.
4: But that's my that's my feeling. Is you know, yeah, I, everything went around went the hell around them. All right, fine, I get that. You know, these guys would decide to pull decided to pull this job on that on the day. You know, on on basically during the Christmas season. All right, according to the movie. So yeah. In my mind, yes, it's an action movie, but it's also a Christmas movie. Well, you know, not, yeah, it's a non-traditional okay. Christmas movie, but it's a Christmas movie, you know.
1: Because I, I think it came out around Christmas time, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check that just to be sure. Because um, I know it came right. out in 1988. Well, that much I remember.
4: It was, right. It was filmed like during the summer, or whatever during a particular summer or spring of that year. Because I remember them saying they had to like ship in snow and and all that stuff. Yeah,
1: know. it was released on July fifteenth you know?
4: of nineteen eighty eight. Right. So yeah. But that's my thing. I mean they had they had a bunch of great lines. It's not just that one line. I mean it's like the guys the guys they, they the cops were going to send in a, the the cops were going to send in an armored car and the guy said, "Oh, looks like the cops got themselves an RV." you know. And then after that they go after the after they shoot after they shoot the uh after they shoot uh blow up the armored car they go, "The quarterback is toast." <laughs>
1: yeah, I I think uh I mean, I think one of the one of the best encounters in the film happens when uh, when Bruce Willis meets up with Gruber face to face, and the guy sounds like you know he's an American, and he's basically you know he he's got he he's there he's BSed. Bruce Willis's character to the hills. But the debate of Christmas movie or not, I think started because they started showing it around Christmas. They, they started showing it on TV right. and on the movie channels uh, around Christmas time. Uh, right. and, and, and because it was it, the, 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 base, the the theme behind the movie the, uh, the underlying theme, of course, was, you know, Christmas.
4: Right. And look, look the, second, the second one was almost the same thing. It took place around the same time. Yeah, it had to do with they wanted to crash the planes to get this uh, terrorist or this drug dealer or whatever, um, you know. To, you know, get get them off the plane and get them out of the country. And John Amos was in that thing, and you know, from good And yeah, they, they, they were and terrorists. Out, and, and he, they were terrorists. So yeah, it was. But it basically took place at the same time, around the same time. In fact, at one point in that in the second movie, they were playing. They they it was snowing, and they were at this old church and stuff like that. but the terrorists would hold up and all that stuff. So, yeah, that, 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 that's almost the rest of them. The rest of them in the series took place at various times during the year in various places. All right. But the first two were definitely, you can make an argument because of the time of year they wanted it to be set in. All right. Uh, you can make that argument that both of them were Christmas movies, but hey, that's for another time and another argument and stuff like that. Hey, and that would be, I mean, there are certain movies that will play during these, these holidays. This is one. uh, Of course, it's a wonderful life and all that stuff, but also over over the next few weeks, and it's been playing since you know, since a little bit before Thanksgiving. But over the over the next few weeks, you can basically turn on any any channel that'll show a movie, and you'll get
1: Grease. What movie?
4: You know, Grease.
1: You mean the John you Travolta, Newton John, John, John film? John. Oh boy! Yeah. It's not exactly Greek. a Christmas movie, but uh it is a fun movie
4: it's not a christmas movie but right but but during this time of year you can book it yeah i mean at at one point at one point uh, we go to my my aunts for Thanksgiving and on Thanksgiving uh during either during during the meal or after the meal grease would play you know on tbs TNT, take uh, wgn uh you know whatever take your pick hbo cinemax well hbo what, take your pick you know
1: yeah and and, and you know some so, guys yeah. i i think one a couple two other movies that come to mind uh, that they show around Christmas time. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and of course, uh, uh, the first Home Alone movie with Macaulay Calkin And uh, yeah. the one movie, and I got to ask this question of you guys. Is anybody sick and tired after the first run of the movie of seeing for 24 straight hours a Christmas story?
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, we, yeah. We get a little old after you know, continuously uh, watching the same old movie, you know, over and over and over and over. Yeah, a little, we get a little old. It's a good movie though. You know, a very good movie, but we just get old watching it over and over and over.
1: Now I, I know that there's a company that was I don't know if they still are making replicas of the uh, of the the leg lamp. From the movie and before my long before my brother died I had said to my brother I would I would I would love to get my hands on a lamp like that I really would and Sure enough, some years about a year later they start coming out with leg lamps if I had a lamp like that I'd, I'd park it in front of the window <laughs> right in the I got a bay window a storm window on the left a storm window on the right and a solid pane of glass in the middle and I'd park it in that in front of that solid pane of glass in the middle and <laughs> <laughs> there you go
6: <laughs>
1: but you know of all the Christmas movies uh that, that they play of course uh the classic uh animated and uh uh the classic animated uh features for kids and stuff like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, Frosty the Snowman, uh things like that. Uh a lot of the networks aren't really showing them like they used to. Even A Peanut's Christmas is is barely shown anymore. And it's a shame because, you know, I remember you know, watching those movies and, and, and with the family and it would just be, you know, it'd be a lot of fun.
4: Right. Right. You know, I think, I think what happens now, what's happening now is who are is it Netflix? One of these places has bought the the, all of the peanut stuff not just the Christmas stuff or the Thanksgiving stuff or whatever Uh, has bought all of the and it made it exclusive to that particular uh, place and that means that uh, we're not going to see that stuff on you know CBS or ABC or NBC you know or you know, on, on the big broad, you know, on the legacy broadcasters, you know.
1: Mm. And it's a shame really, because, you know, uh, like for my grandnephew and nieces, you know, especially, uh, my, uh, my nieces, uh, twin boy and girl, uh, to, 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 to have them sit and sit down and watch uh, Frosty the Snowman and Rudolph the Rendo's Reindeer and stuff like that, you know, that's the that's the kind of stuff that we grew up with, you know, and 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 mm-hmm. have it there for them to watch, even if it's on DVD, uh, because I have a, a lot of them on DVD. Um, you know, it's 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 the the kind of thing where you you just you want children to 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 experience the kind of stuff that we watched growing up. Uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street comes to mind, especially. I mean, I would park my I'd park my face in front of a TV as soon as that movie started, and that you you couldn't get me to budge. And before and when I was growing up, I made sure I had. A nice big glass of eggnog and, 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 and I would sit there with, with, with a nice big piece of either pumpkin or apple pie and <laughs> I'd be sitting there ready to go. <laughs> of course it drove my poor father crazy, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I didn't mind. So, you know, it's, it,
2: it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's these
1: classics that, that, that really, uh, you know they really are timeless, you know, they really are truly timeless. Um, for, for what it's worth, you know, the holidays, you know, they're not this year, especially, especially this year is uh, a little more uh, difficult because of this uh, pandemic and everything, but. If if you're gonna be stuck in the house, you know, with your family and stuff, then watch a lot of these classic movies. One movie that uh, I got a kick out of—I don't know about anybody else—but it was Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger when he when he's scrambling yeah. to find that toy for his son, and it's like, oh my god! But it, it was so it, it, it's it's just hilarious. And
4: here, George, here's what's funny about that movie. You take that toy and take, at, at the end of the movie, when he's dressed as the character, right, okay, they put him in that uniform in, and with all the bells and whistles on the uniform that would come with the toy, the, the well, basically batarang or whatever, uh, with a turbo ring and terrible gun or whatever the hell. All those things actually worked, number one. Number two, you look at that thing and you look at the fact that those things worked and you look at the that the the fact that thing if they had decided to go another way with it, they could have made that thing into its own superhero movie. You know?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. If
4: they yeah.
1: Well, Cherokee Rose, uh, watching on Periscope, uh, had the following comments to make on, on all of this. Uh, in regards to National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, that's her fave. That's her favorite. And she loves the animated uh, stuff, too. You know. And by the way, in regards to uh, the Peanuts, Apple bought the Peanuts.
4: Yeah,
1: Apple. okay. And, uh, and of course, Cherokee Rose says, you know, me too have most of them on DVD. You know, and I think a lot of folks, uh, scapped up a lot of these, uh, classics on DVD. Uh, and, and I can't say as I blame folks because a lot of the networks aren't showing them like they used to. And, you know, you, you want to, you, you want to have a, a, a nice, a nice, uh, movie and, mm-hmm and stuff or animated ser- show to watch, uh, that was geared toward Christmas. And you want to be able to, you know, to share that with family and friends and, and just have a good old time, you know? And, uh, you know, I, I think this year, uh, what I'm doing with, uh, with, with new, with Christmas Eve, uh, which, you know, I try to do every year. Uh, with the u-log and uh, it's matter of fact i'm going to show you something here uh, folks for those of you watching on the video platforms you will now see in the background uh, the th- this video background you're, you're watching on the video platforms is from is the original uh, from the 1970s, uh, Yule Log Fire, that WPIX TV Channel 11 here in New York used to use and would, and would run it 24 hours a day for 24 straight hours with simulcasting Christmas music, uh, from their, their radio station at the time. And, uh, this, this was part of those Christmas memories for me. And, uh, this is the, the video that I use for the Yule Log uh, broadcast, uh, along with all kinds of Christmas music. Uh, I actually have, as part of it, the uh, I got it from. I actually got it off of YouTube from back in the '70s. The music that Kmart used to play in their stores on the PA system. And I think somewhere in there, and I because I I thought I edited it out carefully. I also left. I think I left in a couple of announcements from Kmart that came on at the time. So it's like, oh wow. So I I didn't bother to do any more editing. I figured screw that. Just leave that in, and that's that's good enough. So it, it, it it's 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 kind of you know it's kind of. It's kind of, it's really a, it's really funny the way that turned out, but there would be that. And of course, some of the stuff that I recorded on karaoke that I, that I would, I would put in there and, you know, intermix it there somewhere and all kinds of neat stuff. And, you know, uh, it's really great. Uh, Turkey Rose says, says I was baking cookies last Christmas Eve while listening to your show. I remember. (laughs) <laughs> wow. That's that, that. Wow. I yeah, that's wow. That is wonderful. Uh, she says, Cherokee Rose says, my son was listening to. Was awesome. Well, I'm I'm really glad you enjoyed it and, and and you'll get to enjoy it again this year. Uh, Cherokee Rose, you get to enjoy it uh, again. And of course, as you saw the in the background, the, the Yule log that I'll be using for this I'd use a different one last year i think uh, a different u log uh video but this year I've got a cleaner copy of it and uh a really uh, a better copy of it so for, from the original w p i x version so that will be playing in loop along with the music and it'll be it'll i it, am it, hoping everyone will enjoy and uh prevail upon themselves to tune that in and if you have a smart t v Listen carefully. If you have a smart TV and you can cast from your computer to your smart TV and you got a nice big big TV, it's even it makes it looks even better. So, keep that in mind, folks. Smart TVs are so much fun.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: In fact, in my bedroom because I don't have regular television service, I have my smart TV in the bedroom. So once I start the once I start broadcasting that stuff, I'm going to be sitting in my bedroom, relaxing with eggnog and all the, all the nice Christmas snacks. And I'll be enjoying the U log too. But that, that is the holiday tradition here at Firefox news online. Uh, Hope everyone will uh, avail themselves of that that evening. And trust me when I say, uh, I hope it will be a good time had by all. All right, guys, we got to get getting on with the rest of this broadcast because there's there's still some stuff to talk about in regards to what's happening. So I'm going to play this clip in a minute. I want to set this up. Just... Uh, 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 Oh boy, I'm tongue-tied. Unusual <laughs> occurrence on this broadcast, folks. I get tongue-tied real quick. <laughs> I feel like I feel like my, my favorite Looney Tunes character is trying to 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 set this up. No, George, no, not me. So, uh, Jesse Morgan, he's a truck driver, uh, a subcontractor uh, with the United States Postal Service in Pennsylvania. He is a whistleblower, and he was in Arlington, Virginia, when he... Was telling what he witnessed what he saw and I'll tell you what if all of these whistleblowers all these people that that signed affidavits under 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 the possibility of uh, penalty of perjury okay if this doesn't convince the American people that this this election is a complete sham Thanks to the Democrats, I don't know what will. So let me uh, let me see here, and I'll set this up accordingly. Oh, pardon me. Ye old coffee burp. Ooh. All right, here we go.
7: Let's get this in motion. So. Um, In total, I saw 24 Gaylords, or large cardboard containers of ballots loaded into my trailer. These Gaylords contained plastic trays, I call them totes, but trays will work, of ballots stacked on top of each other. All the envelopes were the same size. I could see the envelopes had handwritten return addresses, and I could even tell that one of that one was marked registered male. That one was off to the side. Alright. <clears throat> they were complete ballots. I didn't I didn't think much of it at the time. At Beth Page, I was first loaded with two tall gaylords. So picture that thing there or or this little representation here. But this tall, alright? So I was loaded with two tall gay lords, okay, and uh, that were, I don't know, where was I at? They had uh, mixed mill pieces bound for Lancaster. These gay lords were loaded first because they would be the last off my trailer. The remainder of the truck was loaded with complete ballots bounded for Harrisburg. I then drove to Harrisburg with the ballots. Usually, I offload in one of the seven docks every day, but not on October 21st. I wasn't allowed to offload. That's different. Whenever I pull in the Harrisburg, I go around and I get my dock, and I get unloaded, and then I roll out. Not that day, all right? Not that day. Instead, I was made to wait for roughly six hours in the yard, from 9.15 a.m. to 3 p.m. This really ticked me off, all right, because my brother was in town. He just moved back up, and I wanted to spend some time with him. I tried to get the attention of postal workers, but no one would tell me what's going on. All of this was weird. I arrived at the at uh, I arrived at about the same time every day. The expediter scans all my seals and barcodes and they they unload me. But for the first time or but or what? But from the time I first arrived in Harrisburg from Bethpage, everything got weird. None of that happened. After waiting 6 hours, I went inside to figure out what's going on. I was told to wait for the transportation supervisor. This was also weird. 16 months I've been doing this, I haven't ever talked to the transportation supervisor for United States Postal Service. I talk to an expediter. I come in, I see an expediter, that's who I deal with. If I have an issue, it's the expediter. I don't deal with anyone else but the expediter. I never, never talk to the United States Postal Service's transportation supervisor. Let's make that clear. I have my own transportation supervisor for the company that I work for. He's the one that gives me the details. He's the one that I listen to. I don't listen to this guy. He's the guy that would contact my boss if he needed something ran different. I've never spoken with this transportation supervisor from the United States Postal Service. They don't speak to people like me. He's a top guy. He's the kind of guy that would speak to my boss, not a trucker like me. The supervisor told me to, drive to uh, told me to drive to Lancaster without being unloaded in Harrisburg. This made no sense to me. I knew the ballots were loaded for Harrisburg, and that if I was to go to Lancaster, they would have to off unload my ball- or those pallets in Lancaster to take off Lancaster stuff to put the ballots back on the trailer to send them back to Harrisburg. Doesn't make no sense. <clears throat> this was a real screw up in my my thinking. I wanted I wanted my ticket. So whenever I go to a place, I and I when I go there and whenever I'll leave, I'll get a ticket. I'll get a ticket, a slip, whatever you want to call it. It's the date time that I'm supposed to be there. It will have my trailer number on it. It will have um, how much I'm loaded. It will have the seal number. It has my name. It will have who who was the expediter. So I wanted my, my, my ticket, my slip. I call them tickets. Some people call them slips, okay? Um, and then because I was there for six hours – I wanted my late slip, too, because I wanted to be paid for sitting in that yard for six hours. So um, <clears throat> I wanted the ticket and the late slip for stopping in at Harrisburg. Also, I wanted it because if they tell me to take this load to Lancaster, I don't want to pull up the Lancaster of Harrisburg crap and be like, yeah, they just told me to be, or come here and not have no, no ticket because they don't look like I just came straight here, you know. <clears throat> Just to prove that I was there. And so others would know I wasn't the person that screwed this up. A ticket is always provided to a driver when they arrive at a, U- a United States Postal Service facility. that proves you were there. The transportation supervisor refused to give me a ticket and told me to leave. I then demanded he give me a late slip. Since I wanted to get paid for the time I was sitting there and waiting and waiting for them to offload me, he refused to give me that, too. He was kind of rude and wouldn't explain anything to me. He just told me to go to Lancaster. I then drove to Lancaster, unhooked my trailer in its normal place, and then drove my truck to where I always park it, in a nearby lot, and then I went home. The next day, it just got weirder. As I arrived at Lancaster, at Lancaster's United States Postal Service facility, with my tractor, I went to hook up to my trailer, and my trailer was gone. Not there no more. 10R 1440. Since I started driving that Beth Page route, I've always had trailer 10R 1440. I like that trailer. It was a nice trailer. I know you guys probably don't really know nothing about truck driving or trailers or anything, but the rear tandems, I had a, with your driving light, the rear tandems will actually, the front axle will actually go up. Um, nice air ride. The, garage, the doors on it, for, it worked great. Some of the trailers that place has, you could honestly put it on the back of a carrier and drop it off in the middle of the ocean and no one would worry about it. So that trailer I really liked, okay? Um, what happened on October 21st was a series of unusual events that cannot be a coincidence. I know I saw ballots with return addresses filled out, thousands of them, thousands, loaded onto my trailer in New York and headed for Pennsylvania. At first, I didn't think it was a big deal. In fact, I thought it was really awesome. I, was, I really did. I was like, sweet. I'm doing something for the presidential race. You know, this is cool. But as things became weirder, I got to thinking and wondered why I was driving complete ballots from New York to Pennsylvania. I didn't know. I didn't know why, so I decided to speak up, and that's what I'm doing today. Thank you.
1: All right. Guys, you heard what this truck driver said. All right. Before I go to the phone lines and get their comments, I have to say something. This man came forward. He spoke up. He did exactly what he felt he had to do. And I'm glad he did. I am very proud of the men and women who have come forward, either as whistleblowers or the many folks who have signed affidavits, because they know something was definitely wrong with this election, and it didn't make sense. Nothing was adding up. So at the very least, these folks felt it was their their duty to step up to the plate and say, hey, this is wrong. This is what's happening. This is what did happen. Now, based on what you guys heard, I want to get your thoughts so let me uh, let me start with you, Gun.
3: Well, well, you know, you know I just, uh, I would agree a hundred thousand percent. Okay, these people need to come out and and start pointing fingers. Look, I seen this. This doesn't add up. What's up? What's up, Doc? Okay, this guy will probably get fired. Yeah, I just wait and see. More than likely. Okay, but you know, uh, it, it's it's what's it's the right thing to do to expose what these bastards are doing And they are have been voter fraud. Obvious. I mean, all them ballots and all of a sudden this hanky panky shifting here. All of a sudden your trailer's gone. This that uh, won't tell you nothing. I mean, you have got to be a fucking dumb fuck not fucking realize. Hey, what's going on here? You know, it, something out of the normal everyday routine you know you go in here like a truck driver go out there back up hit hit your fucking trailer you get a fucking couple pieces of paper you go to the next one blah 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 every day every day every day nothing big right but when something like this happens all of a sudden whoa wait a minute this is out of the ordinary what the fuck's going on here okay these people are not stupid okay they're far from stupid i mean you know they they have to see what's going on. They have to see what's being loaded in these in these trailers and everything because, you know, they're kind of like, you know, they have to know because you want something that is unsafe or overloaded or something, and one of them big old 90,000-pound trucks are right next to you on the road going 70 miles an hour. There's safety issues also, you know, involved that, but mainly on this, it's because of what they're doing. Something
1: just didn't add up to this guy. Uh, bravo to him, no doubt. Go ahead. Yeah, and you know, back years ago when I was working as a as a security guard uh, for you know for a chemical plant in my hometown, I would work at the north. I, I would be stationed at the north parking lot during the day if I worked a day shift, and I got to know some of the drivers uh, from north. New England Motor Freight or Carolina or the various other trucking concerns that came in. And I got to talk to some of these guys because while their trucks are being offloaded, sometimes they would come down to the guardhouse and sit and, and uh, we'd sit there and have coffee and talk. And, you know, we would talk about different stuff, you know, the, you know, the, the, the weight concerns, the, uh, you know, the various, uh, uh, Way stations, they would have to stop at, or what have you, and I remember one the one driver from New England Motor Freight. Uh, this guy said to me at the time, he said he has to worry about every single tiny detail, everything, because you know it's not just the freight that you're hauling. It's not a, it's not even so much about that as it is more so about the safety of the driver. Because if you're overloaded, you know, the weight of that trailer, especially if it jackknifes, you know, is going to drag your your cab right along with you, you know. So you you have to be concerned with this stuff. Now, granted, the amount of ballots and everything that, you know, that that go into a trailer uh, may not seem like a lot in amount, but when you start putting box after, box after box after box after box after box stacked two and three high in the trailer from front to back you know now you're talking about you're, you're you're adding the the weight of those of those containers in your trailer to the weight of the trailer to the weight of the vehicle itself so yeah his concerns are valid and and, and what he saw what he witnessed uh None of it made sense. None of it ended up. And when he spoke about his trailer being gone, I was like, what? Are you serious? They actually they actually took your trailer? And you were supposed to be there to take that trailer loaded? Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy. Mike, what do you think?
4: It is crazy, and that's the thing. And look, if what he's saying is true, and these there were these boxes that were stacked up almost to the top of that trailer, right? You know, uh, uh, you know, and that's not that's not going to be a light trailer. I mean, yeah, people think of paper and boxes and stuff as being light things, but you know, yeah, a box, an empty box is light. One piece of paper, you know, is light. But when you've got stacks and stacks and reams and reams of paper that are sitting in the back of a truck, you know, inside of boxes, uh, be it, you know, be it, you know, cardboard boxes, which is also paper, but, those don't like things either, and that that is another aspect of this thing. you know you're gonna have to uh, not only load load the stuff from the trailer, and this guy's taken I mean we've seen what these people have done with other whistleblowers and some of these politicians and uh, in terms of publishing, oh the kids' names and where they go to school and all this stuff you know, we've seen that stuff, we've seen how they're trying to intimidate and bully these people not to come forward and to, not to do the right thing, right? So this guy is actually taking his, not only his life, but his, I'll, I'm not sure if he has a family or not, but his family, if it's possible family into his, into harm's way, you know, that's that's the big. That's the bigger deal. It's yeah. It's a huge deal that he's coming forward. But what are the after he says what he says? then, look, I watched most of this stuff on RSBN, you know, you know, right side broadcasting. And I found first off, I found that guy really credible. Number one, number two, and and the more and look, the more credible somebody gets the more likely they're going to try and intimidate him, bully him, and all that stuff, you know? You know, and maybe, I'm not saying he could, I mean, knowing the Democrats, knowing how they work, George, this guy comes out and does what he does, and you know i i I guess he's still a truck driver i guess i'm guessing so it's like what could he end up somehow losing his job you don't know you know that's that's another aspect of this thing right
1: well i i think i think as far as this truck driver is concerned uh what we're looking at um Mike is the fact that you know he he saw so much going on, so many irregularities uh, in in that in his position, and he's he doesn't work directly for the post office. He's just a subcontractor. So the company he works for is contracted to the United States Postal Service. So I think if he loses his job over this, uh, then his boss would be in direct violation of the Whistleblower Act. Okay, that Whistleblower Act. Protects the whistleblower so they don't lose their jobs, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what, what it comes down to is you have to, you, 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 look, if you, if you were in that position, you're the truck driver, you're doing this stuff, you know, especially during an election year and you see something that don't add up you see stuff that's not right and then all of a sudden the, the very trailer you're supposed to be hauling with is gone yeah i think uh i think there's a lot that you know to say about there's a lot to be said about this whistleblower doing the right thing no doubt in my mind uh, let me go to uh a comment from from periscope uh captain obvious Mm. Uh I don't know what your com- how your comment ties fits in with, with what we're talking about here, because I don't think it really I don't think it does in a way. But Captain Obvious said choosing religion and politics over science is, and he capitalized the word exactly why so many Americans are dead from COVID. Uh no, Captain Obvious. See, on this broadcast, we talk about all the things that tie together. We try to, anyway. Um, No one is really choosing religion over science. No one is truly choosing politics over science. That's a liberal talking point, okay? That's what the Democrats want you to believe. That's what the Democrats want you to accept from them. Okay. And as far as the science goes, let me explain something. Okay. I was looking at a, at a graphic earlier today uh, that one of my listeners uh, posted on Facebook in a private uh, group chat that I have on Facebook. And I looked at that graph chart and there's a lot of stuff in, in this pandemic that's not adding up. A lot of stuff that I've seen and read about is not adding up. A lot of the stuff that's happening, the mainstream media won't tell you about because they're the propaganda arm for the Democrats. So they get their talking points from the Democrats. Okay, what you need to understand, Captain Obvious, is that, okay, let me tell you something right now. Are people dying from COVID? Of that I can be sure. But there were many people who died. Okay, And now I want you to listen to this carefully because because you need to understand this. People who died early on in this pandemic and even of late, many of them are dying from other illnesses. But doctors, nurses, hospital, you know, person, hospital staff are being told because it's all about the Benjamins, as the saying goes. Tell, we're telling you, if they if they died from a brain aneurysm you put down they died from covid. If they died of a heart attack, they died from covid. If they died from from cancer, they died from covid. You see the pattern here? Because they were getting money. They doctored the books. They doctored the death certificates to say they were dying from COVID. So a lot of these COVID deaths were not actually COVID deaths because as, as it's been found out, none of these these doctors and so forth have tested these patients who died allegedly from COVID to see if they actually had COVID at the time. So, and the, and the people that had negative tests by the way, that died from other illnesses, whether it's cancer, whether it's uh, heart-related or what have you, whatever the death was, they were being told they died from COVID. So Captain Obvious, if anyone is ignoring the, the reality on this, not, you know, it's not the science that's being ignored, because there's two sides to every coin, okay? There's two sides to every coin, Captain Obvious. And I think what you also need to realize is that those two sides of the coin oftentimes end up being a double-headed coin, because one side's telling you the truth, the other side's telling you a lot, a, a lot of BS. Okay, so. As far as so many Americans dead from COVID, you want to talk about the science? How about talking about the truth as to why so many were deaths were marked COVID deaths when they weren't COVID deaths at all? And also, let's, take into, let's also talk about something that Janice Dean, a meteorologist at Fox News Channel. Has been talking about, along with many other families, okay, who lost loved ones that were in nursing homes when gov- when when the royal governor of New York, King Cuomo, that's Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, in case you're wondering, mandated that people be transferred from hospitals to nursing homes and people in the nursing homes because these folks that were transferred to the nursing homes by the way were, were positive for COVID he was ignoring the science he didn't care so by exposing people who are high risk, senior citizens who are high risk to COVID killed people of high risk with COVID Andrew Cuomo ignored the science. So you want to talk about ignoring the science? I'm not ignoring the science, and neither are my callers, okay? None of my other viewers on the, on the video platforms are ignoring the science. What we're doing is we're exposing the hypocrisy that is happening every day, thanks to the Democrats. So when you sit there and say choosing religion and politics over science is exactly why so many Americans are dead from covid you need, to, you need to really pull back on that statement because what you just said in there in that comment, A, made no sense because it's not true, and B, when it comes to the, the many Americans who, who died from COVID, question the, the, the science of, you know, that was ignored by politicians like Andrew Cuomo. People like Andrew Cuomo, who claimed that they flattened the curve. When in reality, they actually killed people. You, that had, because people with COVID, he was sending to nursing homes, knowing full well that senior citizens, people with, who were high risk because of age and illness, Thousands of seniors in New York died because of his foolhardy stupidity and ignoring the science. So I'm sorry, Captain Obvious, but you're obviously misinformed. I just gave you a a, a very quick education. Do your, do your, do proper research. Don't sit there, don't sit there and make statements that, that, hold on then, Mike, 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 wait a minute, let me finish.
3: Go ahead.
1: Don't make statements, Captain, Captain Obvious, that you can't back up. Because that statement has no basis in fact. Honestly, it does not have any basis in fact. Cherokee Rose said on, on uh, Periscope, yes, very sad. And Cuomo hasn't been held accountable for his poor decisions. And you're right, Cherokee Rose. He hasn't been held accountable, and he should. And that is why I told Janice Dean on Twitter, "Firefox News Online will can, will put up the good, will fight the good fight, and and advise every New Yorker from Albany all the way down to Staten Island and all points in between. Vote." Cuomo out. When the mayor's race in New York City comes up, vote De Blasio out because they're two peas in a pod. Believe me, when I saw that comment by uh, Captain Obvious, that really that 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 all but pissed me off. It did. Now, let's see here. Now, check this out. I, I, I got this from The Blaze. Okay? I got this from The Blaze. Not wearing masks in public is act of domestic terrorism, according to the Los Angeles County Health according to a Los Angeles County health officer. Really? Oh, well, let me see here. Here's what, here's what the blaze put out. The health officer of Los Angeles County said that those who don't wear masks in public in response to the coronavirus pandemic are guilty of an act of domestic terrorism according to the Los Angeles Daily News. If it were up to me, anybody not wearing a mask when they are out in public would be arrested. Dr. Muntu Davis said last week, according to the paper, that's an act of domestic terrorism and should be treated like one. Davis has been the county health officer since 2018. Davis declaration came as county public health officials have been faced with dramatically increased rates of transmission and potentially exponential growths of deaths in the coming weeks as hospital rooms fill up again and depleted hospital staff scramble to keep up. This according to the Los Angeles Daily News. The paper also said health officials worry, about, worry that such resources could be overwhelmed across the county as more people ignore public health guidelines. Limiting certain activity that can easily result in increased cases like outdoor dining at restaurants is done to try to get our case rates lower so we can move to a less restricted tier and open more businesses." Davis added, according to the, New- the Los Angeles Daily News, we know what we have to do, but not enough people are doing it. Mm-hmm. Indeed, county supervisors last week barred outdoor dining at restaurants. Not that it prevented supervisor Sheila Kuhl I think that's how it's pronounced, from doing just that only hours after she voted for the ban. The Los Angeles Daily News added that county projections show COVID-19 present in roughly one in every 145 people. And, and where's the science to back that claim up, I wonder? Many of whom may not know it. See, there there's there's there oh I'll I'll restrain comment until after I finish reading this. Interestingly, Los Angeles County Public Health Director Barbara Ferrer and Davis have acknowledged that contact tracing cannot definitively point to outdoor dining as the cause of the surge. Really? Davis leaned on centers for disease control studies, they stressed it is the only retail activity that allows customers to be masked to be masked less for long periods of time, this according to the paper. The county also issued a new health order that went into effect Monday, saying residents are advised to stay home as much as possible, and always wear a face covering over their nose and mouth when they are outside their household and around others. The new order also included the following changes to the existing health officer order. In regards to gatherings, all public and private gatherings with individuals not in your household are prohibited except for faith-based services and protests, which are constitutionally protected rights. Occupancy limits at various businesses. All individuals at these sites are required to wear face coverings and keep at least 6 feet of distance. Essential retail, 35% maximum occupancy. Non-essential retail, including indoor malls, 20% maximum occupancy. Personal care services, 20% maximum occupancy. Libraries, 20% maximum occupancy. Fitness centers operating outdoors, 50% maximum occupancy. Museum galleries, zoos, aquariums, botanical gardens, operating outdoors, 50% maximum occupancy. Mini golf, batting cages, go-kart racing, operating outdoors, 50% maximum occupancy. Outdoor recreation activities, all which require face coverings except for swimming and distancing. Beaches, trails, and parks remain open. Gatherings at these sites with members outside your household are prohibited. Golf courses, tennis courts, pickleball, heard that one. Archery ranges, skate parks, bike parks, and community gardens remain open for individuals or members of a single household. Pools that serve more than one household may open only for regulated lap swimming with one person per lane. Drive-in movies, events, car parades are permitted, provided occupants in each car are members of one household. Schools. All schools and day camps remain open adhering to reopening protocols. K through 12 schools and day camps with an outbreak, three cases or more over 14 days, should close for 14 days. This is what's happening in Los Angeles County, folks. This is what they want people there to, to do. Closed non essential businesses or activities, playgrounds with the exception of playgrounds at child care and schools, card rooms. Card rooms, the new order also said that restaurants, bars, breweries, and wineries remain closed for in person dining and drinking as customers are not wearing face coverings during their visit which results in an increased chance of transmission of the virus. Restaurants, wineries, and breweries remain open for pickup, delivery, and takeout. Breweries and wineries remain open for retail sales at 20% occupancy. Uh, I want to go back in this article a little bit. Okay. The county also issued a new health order that went into effect Monday. This paragraph says, it says, residents are advised to stay home as much as possible and always wear a face covering over their nose and mouth when they are outside their household and around others. Okay. But it's this part right here that really raised an eyebrow for me, Uh, as soon as I can find it again. According to the Los Angeles Daily News, county projections show COVID-19 present in roughly one in every 145 people, many of whom may not know it. Okay, first of all, where's the science that backs that statement up? That's a news outlet a newspaper outlet making that that claim. Captain Obvious, maybe you ought to look into that since you're so concerned about the science being ignored. I'll tell you something right now. There's a lot of overreach and totally and completely misguided Democrat restrictions that are completely... Ridiculous. Okay. First of all, if you're in a, if if you're dining outside and you take a mask, your mask off to eat, okay, here's a question for you. Here's where the science comes into question. How is that any better or any worse than if you were indoors dining? Many places opened up their dining rooms. Limited capacity, granted, but many opened their dining rooms. for Indoor dining. Now, here in New York, that's not an option. Nobody's going to sit outside in the freezing cold to dine at a restaurant. And you want to hear something really screwed up? Where's the science in, in limiting the number of people that can actually go to Rockefeller Center in New York City to look at the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree? According to Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York City, you have to watch it from a pod. So Only so many people allowed... And only for five minutes. Where's the science to back that up? The reasoning behind it. All right, guys, you heard heard what the Blaze put out. Now I want to hear what you have to say about it. So I'll start with Mike this time and then get Gunslinger's thoughts. Mike, go ahead. Okay.
4: Uh, okay. First off, I want to, you know, I want to just address Captain Obvious and just the whole thing about math and, and science. Well, the, the problem with math and science is the Democrats don't believe in either. All right, they don't believe in either. They believe, oh, yeah, they believe in emotions, but not math and science. I mean, Think about it. The science says global warming, global climate change is happening. No, it doesn't. The math says that we're going to have a spike in COVID uh, during the winter. Well, yeah, we're having a spike in cases. The number of cases is going up, but the number of deaths is going down. All right? So, the math just doesn't fit with these draconian things that are happening from the, the, the is it the mayor of uh, L.A. or whatever or, and of course your esteemed governor and of course the idiot socialist communist mayor of, of New York City and by the way you, you, you mentioned the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center, but what about pe- people like going on New Year's Eve to watch that ball drop, right? So what about that? What's going to happen with that? You know, but yeah, th- this th- this guy, this guy, this this uh, health director, whatever of Los Angeles County, is talking about in one sentence, he says what he says, but in the other sentence, he's talking about the reopening uh, protocols, right? That was, set, that was set forth by, guess who? It wasn't Joe Biden, it was President, President Trump, right? Those reopening protocols. So in, in, that, that article is sort of a tale of two articles, isn't it, George?
1: Hmm. Yeah, I would. I would say so. I would. I would definitely say it is.
4: Mm. Hmm. And look, look. These that that is. I would assume that that guy that was mentioned in that article is a Democrat because, of course, it's L.A. County, and most of those politicians over there are Democrats, right? So, he he can say all the crap, all the outlandish statements he wants, and nobody over there is going to call him on it. But the more of these statements like that, with the mask and stuff, he wants, you know, he says, oh, not wearing a mask is akin to an act of terrorism. Well, no, not. There are a lot of people that think that not wearing a mask is akin to public disobedience, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, one six of one and one half dozen of the other. I mean, and I think this the half dozen of the other is the way people are going to look at that whole situation with the mask. And you know, now if it's if somebody, if somebody in another state tried that, you would see mass burnings and and and, and all this other stuff, and people just not flat out disobey, disobey, you know, and wearing and not wearing masks. Yeah, and probably uh, probably stores and restaurants saying, "Hey, come on in, yeah, you know, do this, do that, whatever." But that's the thing. The more this stuff happens, the more you're going to see What what's is public disobedience. You know? Back to you, George. All right.
1: Gunslinger, how about you?
3: Well, this, this director of health or whatever is a fucking idiot. Okay? Start out. Okay? I mean... The, 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 like you said, math and the science does not fucking coincide with what's going on, okay? There's something, as, as the old saying goes, there's something rotten in Denmark, okay? Um, yeah, cases are going up, but the more people you test, of course you're going to find more positive results. On anything, I don't care if it's two peas in a pod, the more peas you you find the number of peas are going to go up in that bucket or in that bushel or whatever. Right. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's even said the death rate is, is going down. So obviously it's starting to peak at some point. Uh, you get a terrorist act. I mean, Motherfucker got been crazy. What about all these people that were out there in these riots in Seattle and Washington and, and New York and all over the fucking country not wearing a mask, going over, yelling like a goddamn fucking screaming baboon, which they are, okay, blowing goddamn germs out their fucking mouth that could have COVID on it, okay, in, pro- in close proximity with other people. I- yeah, you, wow. And it continues, and they let it continue to happen. Uh, if this was such a big public threat and hazard then they would have shut that down immediately. I mean, they would have shut it down because of health or whatever reasons. But no, they let it continue. Okay, they let it continue. But they have the balls and the audacity to come in and to say, well, you're going to wear a mask inside your own fucking house? What if you live alone like me and George does? Okay, who am I going to fucking wear a mask against? Dust particles? Ooh, wow. There's more goddamn dust particles in anybody's house than COVID would ever think of. Okay, and everything, every other kind of fucking germ, for that matter. We live in a germ world. If you haven't realized that. Okay, you step out that door, and you're you breathing in all kinds of goddamn germs. There are germs on your hands, or germs in hair, or germs of everything you fucking touch. You got germs on it. Okay, uh, you know there's there's fucking. If you would go out there and, and I, I don't see, I forget it before they you get it on Google, I think, or YouTube. I mean, there's goddamn bugs that live on your skin, for God's sakes, 24 hours a day. Don't don't go take a hot shower because they love that hot water. There's actually bugs that live on your skin, okay, 24 hours a day. I mean, we're surrounded by that shit in the air and on, on on you. So when you have all this craziness that's going on right now social distancing well okay that's good you don't want to go over there sneeze on each other i guess uh if you want to wear a mask like i said it's whatever makes you feel safe really when a mask really doesn't okay because you got the white light and you can see through it if you can see through it that damn bug can get through it too unless what was i talking about last night unless you have a full mask full face mask like a scuba diver or a hazmat or a firefighter or something like that then you're protected against everything okay and what about the eyes you know if you or if you're in close proximity to a person and they breathe on you or sneeze on you or cough or whatever those particles could get in your eyes okay and bam you got it i mean you see the logic there it it makes no logic okay go ahead (laughs) Yeah. yeah,
1: and also think about this too, gunslinger. What about what about during the summertime? Okay, you're out, you're out there like like me. I'm in my house. I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt. During the summertime, you know, you walk around in short yeah. sleeves. Okay, you're wearing a mask. You're some folks even wear eye protection on their on their eyes. You know, I've seen people do that, which may or may not make much sense. I mean full full coverage over the eyes, you know like uh, wrap around sunglasses for the for the for the for your eyeglasses that kind of thing. But what about your bare skin the, the bare arm? Droplets can land on that too, you know and it's been proven that they can't that droplets do travel. So <laughs> I'm sorry there's a, there's a lot about the science that's not adding up, okay. And the Democrats love to always say that the president is he ignores the science. Well, listening to Fauci is probably the worst the worst thing you could ever do, personally. But that's just my opinion. Um, so yeah, th- this whole thing, you know, it, it doesn't. There's a lot that doesn't add up. Now, I made mention of uh, the Rockefeller Christmas tree. Now, the New York Post. Put out this article, and the headline reads: "Bill De Blasio's rules for the rock of, for the rock center tree make absolutely no sense." Well, here's here's the deal on that. Okay, Blas is bent on ruining Midtown's Christmas. Did you really think 2020 couldn't get any dumber? On Wednesday, Rockefeller Center will light its Christmas tree. That's the cue for business for Midtown stores and eateries. The pandemic ensures crowds will be sparse and retailers will suffer. Still, we've all been trying to make the best of it. Until Mayor de Blasio popped up Monday to say, Don't go anywhere near the place until January. For years, his honor has proven that he can't handle Christmas. Every year, the city throws out junky barriers and makes pedestrians go through literal obstacle courses to get to the tree. Last year was a little better, with de Blasio succumbing to his transportation department's entreaties to close 49th and 50th streets to cars, giving people room. Now, Blasio is outdoing himself, proving that he also can't handle pandemic Christmas foot traffic. His worry is crowds. It's true that a few more folks are walking around than were in the summer. Thanksgiving night, families took their kids to see the Saks light show across the street from the tree. It was festive for a change, but it's nothing resembling a normal crowd. Maybe on a good day, 20%. Everyone wears a mask, and people don't cram together. Now de Blasio is taking what's working well enough for 2020 and breaking it. Monday, he grimly intoned that in normal years, we all go to see the tree in person. But this year, TV is the best way to see it. Anyone who wants to go in person, there's going to be a lot of specific rules. There will be a reservation system. Groups of no more than four people at a time in five-minute pods. If you have more than two kids, you get two pods. Fun. It's emblematic of de Blasio's general cluelessness. The tree is not something to watch. The mayor can't tell the difference between the lighting, which is a short event, and just going to see the tree something people could do over another 6 weeks until mid January it makes sense to close the to close the lighting a packed in crowd with people standing close to strangers for several hours is hardly a good idea but it makes no sense to force people to get tickets for casual viewing most of the crowd has already dis- disappeared. The Rocket show is canceled, meaning 30,000 fewer people crossing 6th Avenue daily. Rock Center, managed by real estate group Tishman Spire, Tishman Spear, sorry, has curtailed its skating rink capacity, meaning hundreds of people aren't lining up. Ticketing, creates a problem where none exists. Excuse me. It requires a parameter, so the city will cut off through access to 49th and 50th streets, even to walkers, unless they have a ticket. On the other hand, though, the city says people can still walk partway through the block, apparently to right before the tree is visible, if they're shopping, a dead end, and doubled-up crowds if they do come. Excuse me. This isn't closing off a couple of blocks for a televised parade. This is closing off critical midtown thoroughfares for more than a month. It will create conflict between the public and police and will further kill retail and restaurants. Consider, too, you can see the tree from 5th Avenue as well as 51st and 48th Streets. Is the city going to cut off access there? If not, again, if any crowd does materialize, police are just going to recreate the same old setup a couple of blocks away. And if yes, public midtown spaces are a dead zone for the shopping season. As for the channel gardens, the city has people the city says people can walk there if they're going shopping, but not to see the tree. Okay, what is the city or Tishman going to do? Put up a big black veil? The gardens are also the only viewing spot the sax show across the street. Will those spectators stand on the sidewalk, public property, and stay out of the gardens? Private property? That means a more crowded sidewalk, or spectators declaring to Tishman security guards that they're quote-unquote shopping. All this when what worked last year could work this year. Let people mill about freely on 49th and 50th with plenty of room and a mask. This is an outdoor activity where people don't linger that long. As for the idea, as the mayor promised, that things will return to normal next year, hmm, what if Tishman Speer likes the idea of marshalling massive police resources to tightly control what is, in practice, if not in law, an important public space, and also gather useful digital information on its visitors while they're at it? (laughs) Either we have a public tree or we don't. We don't have it both ways. Midtown isn't doing so great, but it it does have some workers, visitors, and residents. We're real people in a real city, not props for NBC or for de Blasio's lectures. The bottom line is that de Blasio is quite literally creating a situation that is going to cause a lot of problems for him come his re-election bid. The people of New York City aren't going to forget. They're not going to forget how he became the Grinch that stole Christmas. They're not going to forget how he laid down draconian rules and expected people to get tickets to go and see the Rockefeller Christmas tree, I remember many years ago, for the first time in my life, going to Rockefeller Center and actually getting a picture on a 35 millimeter camera, getting it developed, and having a picture of the Rockefeller Christmas tree, because I braved the cold, I braved the elements to go and see it because I wanted to see it at least once in my life. Now, if I want to go and see the Rockefeller Christmas tree, I have to get a ticket, stand in a pod. What are we, pod people? Gunslinger, what do you think of this? I think the whole damn
3: thing is crazy, stupid. It's, It's insane in the membrane. This is getting this. This is just getting completely out of hand. I, I've never seen anything that that he would even come close to um, to being anything. I mean, this mask wearing, this this. Look at the picture I put in the FFNO real fast. Um, this gonna show you how stupid this shit has gone. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Here you got a band that's plays musical instruments, right? Well, goddamn, you got to blow on a musical instrument, right? But everyone is wearing face masks with a slit where your mouth is. How much sense? Come on, really? Come on, man. I mean, look at the picture. If this is not blowing things out of proportion, I just don't know what is. I mean, a band playing musical instruments, wearing a mask, but there's a slit where your mouth is. Uh, really? Uh, lead, Sergeant Carter.
1: Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wow. I'm going to show this on on, on on the uh video feed here. Hold on a second, folks. Wait till you see this. The, the, and this happened oh, yeah, yeah. during an NFL football game. Okay, this was it an NFL football game or was it a, a college game? Well, either way. Wait till you see this. This, this, oh, it's a college game. Wait till you see this. Here we go. Get a load of this insanity. Okay, I mean, take a look at this. Look at that. They're wearing the, they're, They got their mask on, but they've got holes in the mask where the mouth is. How is that protecting people? How is that protecting them? Uh, It's not. Now, I just recently acquired a uh, Fife. I got it for like 20 bucks. And I don't know how to play the damn thing to save my life, but I've got plenty of time on my hands and I could sit there and fiddle with it to my heart's content. And when you play a Fife, Okay, and I'll I'll grab it and show it to you in a, uh, a little bit in a little bit. But when you're sitting there, for people who play a fife, and by the way, I have a cousin who was in a fife and drum corps. She plays the fife, and she knows you have to be able to blow into that into into that nice long metal tube. Okay, wearing a mask. If you have to put a hole in the mask just to do just to play a fife. Uh, No, I mean, look at these. Look at the musicians. Look at what. Look at this. You look at this carefully, folks. For those of you watching on the video platforms, there's a guy with a saxophone. He's right there up front, with a saxophone in his hand, and look at the mouth. Why even put a mask on if you're going to? put a hole in the damn thing to blow into, into the saxophone. That is the most asinine, ridiculous thing I ever saw in my life. Oh my God, that is so stupid. And, but, but that's obviously okay. And look, they're not even social distancing. That's the other thing. Let me put that picture back up on the screen, folks. This, this is, I swear to God, this is so stupid. Do you see them social distancing in this picture? I don't. They're not social distancing. I mean, this, this is really so fucking ridiculous. Cherokee Rose on Periscope says, she agrees with me too, ridiculous. Mouth hole mask? That's so pathetic. And how many of how many of how many of these musicians, because they're not social distancing, and yes, they're wearing a mask, but it, it's useless. How many of them do you think are going to test positive for COVID after this? I'm willing to bet a good chunk of them. Thanks, thanks, Gunslinger, for you know for bringing this, you know for. Uh, bringing that, that picture out because mm, 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 mm. talk about stupid I mean that is just mindlessly insane but yeah I I, I think um, I think his honor the mayor of New York City has completely lost his ever-loving in mind but that's the Democrat way of course that's the Democrat way and we lost Mike on the phone line I guess he decided to call it a night without saying goodbye again little stinger always he, he always does that takes a hike and then doesn't you know doesn't uh, say he's heading out. Now, remember that? Remember the blue wave that was supposed to happen with the Democrats this election? Remember that, folks? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. There's a red wave. All right. Now, this is courtesy of Newsmax. Four seats flipped red. All right. Now, before I put this clip in motion, I'll read from the description. Representative-elect Daryl Issa details the red wave he and other GOP lawmakers are enjoying, having seen some prominent House seats flip in their favor in the 2020 election. Now, this comes via the Chris Salcido show. So I want you to listen to this and... uh, Then I want to get your thoughts gone. Here we go.
0: Glad to meet it back, everybody. Republican Mike Garcia has narrowly won the 25th district out there in the People's Republic of California. That's the fourth seat that the GOP has flipped in that state. Joining Mr. Garcia in Congress in the next is our next guest, Congressman elect Daryl Issa. The Congressman is heading back to Washington, representing California's 50th Congressional District. Congressman it has been far too long. Welcome back to the Chris Salcedo Show.
2: Well, thanks for having me back, and it's good to be heading back into the fight. Uh, as you said, in addition to saving a seat that we had lost due to a resignation, uh, we've picked up four seats uh, just since Nancy Pelosi's been speaker in California. Uh, a little part, uh, if you will, we're surfing a red wave that she said was going to be all blue.
0: Yeah, you know what? I want you to pick up on that theme because it's uh, several races that seem to be coming down to the GOP's favor, do you think that there is something at play here with the draconian moves from your governor, uh, Gavin Newsom? He, he's a, one of the biggest hypocrites in this country as, a, as it pertains to restrictions on the China virus. Plus, as you point out, Nancy Pelosi eating ice cream from her freezer while Americans out there are, are suffering uh, because of the China virus and the lockdowns. And she seems to be incapable of, of passing a new China virus relief bill. Do you think that played into some of these Republican victories in once deep blue California?
2: Well, I don't think you can uh, underestimate or overestimate the fact that between Nancy Pelosi's failed policies, including trying to impeach the president and Gavin Newsom's uh, taking, if you will, taking control of people's lives, four seats in California that President Trump did not win. These were won by Hillary Clinton and again by Joe Biden. These seats flipped red, and they didn't flip with some sort of milk toast. They flipped with good conservatives. So I think there's no question at all. When we take back four seats that are not Republican seats at the presidential level, you have to look to the governor. You have to look to Nancy Pelosi for why voters chose these individuals to create a real balance next year uh, or a return to a balance in the House that we didn't have.
0: Yeah, and we forgot the, of course, the Democrats pushed to defund the nation's police officers. We can't forget that. Uh, what is your take on election integrity? I mean, I don't think it is fair. I know the press is out there saying that voter fraud doesn't exist. You and I both know that's a lie. How extensive do you believe it is in certain states around this country? Well,
2: voter fraud in California is rampant because we do not test whether or not you're entitled to vote when you register Uh, If you wanted to come into California and go to 56 counties and register 56 times under 56 different names, as long as you later voted and signed the name the same as you did when you fraudulently registered, you, in fact, would be able to vote 56 times. In my own congressional districts over the years, we did casework for people who were undocumented, found them on the voter rolls. Routinely said, why did you register to vote? And the answer was, you're not going to tell DMV you're illegal when you're getting a driver's license. So the idea that there's fraud in California is a given. Now, the question is, where did it make a difference in the outcome of elections? And there's no question at all. When you have a seat like Mike Garcia that was less than 400, he certainly would have had a different outcome if only people entitled to vote had voted.
0: Understood. Yeah. And you know, in some parts of California, they're giving illegal aliens the right to vote legally, which is insane to me. Look, I want to combine uh, the last two elements here of this question to get you to weigh in on both. The Attorney General Barr has has, uh, put Mr. Durham up there as a special counsel investigation into the origins of the Russia-Trump collusion hoax. And then given the evidence we know so far, the laptop, Bobulinski's testimony and such, do you think there's ample evidence out there for a, a Biden-China collusion investigation?
2: Well, there clearly is a Hunter Biden investigation that has to continue, and uh, you know, uh, U.S. Attorney Durham is in fact a career professional chosen very carefully. He's not a Republican or a Democrat. He is someone I've met before. He uh, he's a straight shooter. Uh, And he will transcend the change in administrations, Uh, and unless he is wrongfully fired, uh, he's a tenacious fellow. He'll get to the bottom of it. Now whether Hunter Biden's illegal activities and his father uh, aiding him crossed a line or not, I'll leave it to the professionals, but there's no question at all that there's a lot to look at, and some of it needs to turn into outright changes in the law. Remember, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, that's not the first time this has happened. We had Secretary Hillary Clinton and private citizen Bill Clinton showing up in Africa, one giving out money and the other taking money for the foundation. So this is not a new playbook of using power to, uh, to gain a family member uh, money or influence. It clearly has been going on, and it needs to be stopped.
0: Indeed, and if it's compromised national security, it needs to be found out, in particular as it pertains to a man I call Beijing Biden. Congressman, great to see you again. Come back soon here on the Chris Salcedo Show.
8: Newsmax TV is now America's...
0: All right,
1: Gunslinger. You heard what Daryl Issa said. Your thoughts? Well,
3: pretty simple that he's right. I mean, this is California. What do you expect? The land of nuts and fruitcakes. Okay, go in there and and do this, and you vote 56 times. Wow. (laughs) What? They'll show you how fucked up California is. Okay, no wonder people live in California. Um, I think I would too. Uh, Of course, it's voter fraud. Of course, it's all of that. Of course, of course, of course, it's a horse, of course. yeah, so, I mean, and they think it's normal out there. They think it's, oh, well, it's just no big deal, right? Oh, yeah, it's a big deal, okay? And it's deserving that these Democrats are losing every seat that they can, okay? Because they are guilty. They are guilty. I don't need no goddamn jury. I don't need no trial. I don't need shit. The evidence is clear. You got two eyes, you got a brain, figure it out you
1: know 2 and 2 in this case is coming up with four guilty verdict. <laughs> go ahead no i agree and you know the the, the harsh reality is uh, when when you talk about uh, when you talk about the 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 obvious voter fraud uh, that is happening with this election when you talk about uh when when Darrell Issa brought up the fact that you know, you can register 56 times under different names as long as you sign the same name the same way as when you registered, you know, nobody's going to question it. Really? (laughs) Hold on a minute. Back up the bus, Gus. If you know this is the kind of shit that's going on, why is nothing being done about it? Simple answer, California. Okay, it's California, and in California, they can do whatever the fuck they want because they're de- it's a it's a Democrat controlled state, and because it's a Democrat controlled state, they are allowed to do whatever they please. And then, of course, Daryl Issa brought up about the about the Durham investigation. I'll tell you something. We've been hearing about the Durham investigation and the report and everything else coming out and so on and so on for, what, last two or three months? Uh, if Durham has, every, has all his ducks in a row and has everything in place, it's time to, excuse the expression, folks, but it's time to shit or get off the pot. Because the American people are fed up. That entire Russian collusion, bullshit, the impeachment, the Mueller report, all that shit that the Democrats put this country through, and their their boy, Mr. Come on, man. I mean, do I need to remind everyone? I think I do. I think I need to remind the American people of what this motherfucker said back in. October of this year. We have put the, we have put together I think the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Anyone who's willing to make that kind of a statement ahead of the 2020 presidential election is guilty by definition of conspiracy to commit voter fraud. Oof. Why isn't he being called up on the carpet for it? President Trump shared the video that that clip came from. I put the clip, the video clip, up on Rumble on and announced it on Parlor. Okay? Now, check this out. I'm going to go to Parlor. All right. Now let's see here. I'm gonna go to my Parlor account. All right, and I've got 65 people following me in the short space of time that I that I've been on Parlor. Using Parlor of late, I've got 65 followers. That includes many of the people uh, that tune into this broadcast. All right. Well, that, that Joe Biden video clip, the audio of which you just heard, again, tonight, has been viewed on Parler 32 times in the last 22 hours. 32 times in 22 hours. That's more than it would have gotten on Twitter in 22 hours. But I'm sure Twitter would have taken it down. And I'm sure Twitter would have locked me out until I took the damn thing down. All right? One of my broadcasts uploaded to Rumble. A day ago, 44 people viewed it on Parler. Hello. So let's face the reality. If the criminality that's, that is obvious on the part of Joe Biden and his so-called campaign is indicative of the kind of stupidity that the entire Democratic National Committee is, is guilty of, I think this likely something needs to be done about it. And the American people need to speak up loud and clear. Because how how is it that military votes went for Joe Biden? And there wasn't almost hardly a single vote for the president. Does that make sense? Does that add up? Because our military loves this president because of what he's done for our military. So there's a lot of shit that's not adding up here, folks. There's truly not a a lot adding up here. And I'll tell you something. I'm getting fed up with with this nonsense. And for Bill Barr to say that there's no, they have not, he has not found evidence. uh, Hang on a second here, I'll I'll pull that up. He, Bill Barr, told the Associated Press. The DOJ has no evidence of fraud that would change the election outcome. What do you call all those affidavits signed by people that whistleblower you heard that you heard from just just a while ago here on this broadcast? Gunslinger, what is it going to take to convince? Bill Barr that there is evidence out there
3: well, if he doesn't do something, he should be fired or whatever impeached or whatever they do to it. I mean the evidence is clear if you like I said, they well, ago, if you cannot see this, you are a dumb motherfucker, okay? I mean, there ain't no other what a smart bastard, no. If you can't see all this evidence, it's clear as a nose or a fly that's sitting on your fucking nose. If you can't see that, man, you better you you need to go jump off a goddamn cliff, okay? Because it's there. It's it's evidence. It's brought in your face. I mean, I don't know. You know, it's like, uh, gee whiz, uh, you, you think? I mean, no, it is. It is there. It's happening. It's happened. It's happening. But you know, why is this idiot can't see that? Oh, he sees it. I I guarantee you, he sees it. I mean, he's in that position, and he doesn't see it. And he's supposed to be an attorney general. I mean, come on. It's like, it was like you said, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Go ahead.
1: Well, one of the one of the the stark realities. in in this whole election cycle is you know there there are so there are so many people trying to discredit the uh the 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 affidavits the witness testimony okay first of all people are not going to risk going to jail under penalty of perjury signing these affidavits if what they witnessed is not true. Why would a person do that to themselves? Why would they risk imprisonment under penalty of perjury if they're if they're going to lie through their teeth? Well, it's obvious to me that I, you know that they're willing to tell the truth and shame the devil. They're willing to say what what's happening, and those affidavits are just as admissible as evidence in a court of law as actual physical evidence. Okay? So somewhere along the line, somebody needs to remind Democrats that unless you've got actual physical proof that says, oh, no, Republican poll watchers were allowed in. We let them in. They absolutely were there prove it. But they weren't. They were barred from going into the, to the count rooms to witness the, 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 the physical counting of these ballots. People were putting up poster board on the windows to prevent them from seeing anything. And In one instance, somebody parked a tractor in front of the doors to prevent them from getting in. A sheriff told the Republicans, I'm not enforcing the court order. Don't call us again. And hung up on them. All of this happening. And these affidavits aren't evidence? Oh, yes, they are. They certainly are. Now, something that... uh, Something that uh, something that that really bothers me. I mean, it's it's kind of a it was it was only a tease on the part of the president, but Newsmax put this out there: Trump teases twenty twenty four run at White House Christmas at White House Christmas party get a load of this, everybody. President Donald Trump teased running again for president in 2024 as he hosted a holiday reception at the White House on Tuesday evening. Trump told the crowd, which included many Republican National Committee members, it's been an amazing four years. We're trying to do another four years. Otherwise, I'll see you in four years. The video of Trump's appearance was streamed live on Facebook by one attendee, former Oklahoma Republican Party chair Pam Pollard. It showed dozens of people crammed into the cross hall of the White House state floor, standing closely together, many seen in the video not wearing masks. The Trumps began hosting holiday receptions this week, according to social media postings reviewed by the Associated Press. The events have featured large crowds of often maskless attendees gathered indoors, violating the very public health guidance the U.S. government has pressed the nation to follow this holiday season, as cases of COVID-19 skyrocketed across the country. In the video, Trump is heard continuing to air allegations of election fraud in the November 3rd election against Joe Biden, who has been certified the winner, states apparently garnering him enough electoral votes for a win. Trump's Attorney General, William Barr, told the AP earlier Tuesday that the Justice Department had not uncovered evidence of widespread voter fraud and had seen nothing that would change the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. Trump told the group, adding it's certainly an unusual year. We won an election, but they don't like that. I call it a rigged election, and I always will. The White House has been the site of at least one suspected COVID-19 super spreader event, and dozens of the president's aides, campaign staffers, and allies have tested positive in numerous outbreaks. Trump himself was hospitalized for the virus in October, and the First Lady and two of his sons, have tested positive. Numerous others have had to quarantine. Stephanie Grisham, the first lady spokeswoman and chief of staff, had said last month that the White House would be moving forward with events while providing the safest environment possible. She said that would include smaller guest lists, that masks will be required and available Social distancing encouraged while on the White House grounds and hand sanitizer stations throughout the state floor. Attending the parties will be a very personal choice, she added. Now, this was put out by the Associated Press. Of course, you know, Newsmax, you know, being a being a, a news organization that can be trusted, had to put this out there. Unfortunately. The Associated Press is nothing more than a left-wing liberal propaganda tool, just like the rest of the mainstream media. So I want to make that point very clear. But just the fact that President Trump was teasing running again for president in 2024, I mean, you got you to gotta give the man credit. You know, he, he's got a sense of humor. He really does. But he's also very serious about fighting this voter fraud situation that's happening in our nation, Gunslinger. So let me ask you this. If, by some stupid twist of fate, the Electoral College says that Biden won, okay, okay, now, that teasing about 2024 could very well become a, a very serious reality because I'm, I stick by my gut feeling that right after the inauguration, Harris, Pelosi, and many other Democrats are going to convince Joe Biden to be seen by doctors. Including and not limited to perhaps a psychiatrist, in order to invoke the 25th Amendment, thus making it possible for Harris to become the president, Pelosi the vice president, and our country being completely gutted at that point. Now, does anything I just said go beyond the the realm or scope of possibility? of the Democrats doing given the rampant fraud that's happening in our country? Go ahead.
3: Everything you said was true. It's true. I mean, these people are deceivers. They are, they're hypocrites. They're corruption masters. They're everything that you that you can think of, okay, and probably been some. Uh, look at what they've tried to do to President Trump over the past four years. Every fucking thing that they could think of to get that man impeached for doing the right thing, for doing the right job, for looking out for the American people. I mean, that, instead of these idiots trying to work with him, Okay, and imagine what the fucking country would be like today if it wasn't for goddamn China and a fucking bug. Okay, but see their hatred of that that man. It's not necessarily they hate Trump himself, it's what he stands for. Okay, it could be fucking Santa Claus with blonde hair and all that. Okay, okay, it doesn't matter who the man is, it's his principles. It's what he stands for. It's what the Democrats hate because it's fucking up their power base. It's literally, they're melting, you know? They're just literally fucking melting like Frosty the Snowman did, okay? Only these people are evil because look how long they've been there, okay? And I've said this a zillion times. The longer these people stay in that position of power, the more corrupt they get. And look at what they're doing. And it wouldn't surprise me for for if if God forbid if if Sleepy Joe and Cameltoe gets in there that they will try to use the that twenty fifth amendment to kick Sleepy Joe back to his basement and guess what? Dictator Cameltoe takes over along with Dictator Piglosi. Okay? What a fucking made in hell. Jeez, wow. That that ooh, that's, that's that's a scary thought. Okay. To have them two idiots, them fools, them dumbfucks, okay, running this country. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is there a fucking, is there some, some ship going to the moon or something? Let's get the fuck us out of here. Goddamn. Wow. Go ahead. Jeez.
1: Well, <laughs> I think there's a, there's a, it's just my opinion, mind you. I I get the the sneaking suspicion that somebody is passing around some bad mushrooms to to Democrats or maybe some form of LSD that completely blows their mind completely apart. And anyone who watches Fox News or CNN or MSNBC or reads the, the newspapers like the New York Times or reads the things from the Huffington Post or the Washington Post, uh, they would have to be high on drugs to believe the bullshit that the Democrats are putting out there. Okay? So, is it beyond the realm of possibility what I said in regards to uh, invoking the 25th Amendment against Biden? Should he, by some disaster be declared the winner by the Electoral College? No, it's not beyond the realm of possibility. And I don't trust Biden. Even if he does manage to somehow stay in the stay in the White House and doesn't get a twenty fifth amendment out, the very fact that he's he's picking people that were part of the Obama administration. Yeah, every person he's picked so far was in the Obama administration at one time. He's even considering Rahm Emanuel for the for Secretary of Transportation. I mean, if he gets into the White House, it's going to be, like I said many times, Obama 2.0. Mark my words, people. Our country is going to be completely decimated if that happens. Look what happened in eight years under Obama, holding the presidency hostage. Let me remind you of just a couple of choice situations: the the, cut, the gutting of our military strength to nearly pre World War Two levels, literally cutting, getting our our military budget cut so they couldn't get the proper equipment needed to defend our nation. Okay? And then add insult to injury, ladies and gentlemen, when he apologized for America's involvement in World War II. I mean, really? Do I have to spell it out for you? that a Biden administration would be an Obama administration without Obama actually being there? Because every person Biden is picking leading up to the potential uh, possibility. However unlikely, if the Electoral College says he won, he's going to have an Obama administration, as his administration. And that could lead to disaster. The only person I don't think he's picked, I don't know if he's made a choice for Secretary of State, but if he picks Hillary Clinton, that will prove beyond a reasonable doubt what I just said is a fact, not fiction. Now, let me, uh, let me share with you, Gunslinger and the rest of America, an item from One American News. Poll watchers bring forward evidence of voter fraud in Arizona and Michigan. Now, listen to this, everybody. Poll watchers are coming forward with their stories of witnessing fraud as the president's campaign continues to try and bring legitimacy to the 2020 election. Monday's hearing was led by the president's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, who was met with a strong round of applause when he reiterated the importance of maintaining election integrity. Your political career is worth losing if you can save the right to vote in America, he firmly stated. Giuliani urged state lawmakers to bring up evidence of election fraud on the floor of the Arizona state legislature. During the hearing, cybersecurity expert and retired Colonel Phil Waldron Waldron, told Arizona lawmakers this year's election was compromised by Dominion voting systems. He testified that Dominion systems are not secure but had the political muscle to force their involvement in this year's election. Waldron went on to say dominion systems can be changed by either an authorized or an unauthorized hacker to alter election outcomes. He added, the machines in question were connected to the internet in violation of election law which left it open for potential hackers. Meanwhile, in Detroit, another poll watcher named Adam D'Angeli came forward to detail voting irregularities and fraud committed by Democrat election officials in Michigan. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Nobody heard that. But what they told us to do was they said poll changers can challenge the processing procedure, but if their challenge is meritless, just ignore it basically, he stated. President Trump commented on the new evidence as it was brought to light throughout the day, pointing out that his loss was not statistically possible. So, All of these poll watchers who who are bringing forward evidence of voter fraud in Arizona and in Michigan, okay, they're telling people, they're telling these legislators something is wrong here. This is what happened. This is what was told to us. This is what we were told to do. This is what we were told not to do. Why would these poll watchers bring forward evidence of voter fraud and risk going to jail for perjury if it wasn't true? Gunslinger, go ahead.
5: Well,
3: yeah, I mean, you'd be stupid to risk that kind of deal to go to prison. I mean, it's not worth it, but obviously there's some hanky-panky going on there somewhere because they're obviously doing it. So are they Are they getting paid? Is somebody paying them to do this? I mean, you didn't have to pay me to go to fucking prison, I swear to God. I mean, come on, think about it. For, you know, 10, 15 years, are you kidding me? Uh, that's, that would be the only reason that I could think of that these people were doing this shit. Somebody's paying them behind, the, behind their hands or something. But even then... To, to accept something like that would be, ay, 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 you talk about a stu- stupidity beyond belief. Okay. I mean, would you do that? So, no. Hell no. But these people, I mean, they are, I don't know, fucked up in the head. Is what they are. Go ahead.
1: Okay, let me try that again. <laughs> I was I was setting up the the clip, and I turned my mic off just in case it started automatically. So I didn't want <laughs> I didn't want to have that happen. So my apologies, folks. Let me try this again. According to one American news network, newly formed Freedom Force is going to go toe to toe. With, Democrats, with the Democrat squad in the House. So let me put this clip in motion and tell me what you think when it's done, Gunn.
8: The newly elected representative from Utah, Burgess Owens, is sending a warning to the liberal squad. In an interview Sunday, the former NFL player said a new group of Republican lawmakers are coming together to push back against socialism. The Freedom Force includes Owens, Byron Donalds of Florida, Michelle Steele of California, and at least half a dozen other conservative freshmen who share a common love for the United States. Owens says the force aims to give a, quote, contrast to the hard left. One America's Christina Howitzon has more on the Freedom Force.
6: For two years, the Liberal Congressional Caucus, known as the Squad, has tried to leverage Internet popularity into a push for their socialist agenda. But in the wake of the 2020 election, a conservative cohort, known as the Freedom Force, is planning on bringing balance to the House. In an interview Sunday, two freshman lawmakers who fought fiercely to flip their respective seats red, representative Alex Nicole Maliotakis and Nancy Mace, Revealed the GOP's plan to push back against the squad. I think some of
0: the one of the reasons why we were so motivated to run is seeing the democratic women being elected in twenty eighteen that don't necessarily reflect our values, particularly those who are
6: you know self-described socialists. Malio Takis ran in the New York eleventh district against incumbent Max Rose, who had flipped the seat himself in 2018. Her 15-point victory in November made her the only Republican woman elected in the Empire State and the first Hispanic American to represent her district. Somebody like me,
0: daughter of a Cuban refugee, you know, I want to be there to be a part of the discussion and the debate and provide a counterview. view.
6: Maliotakis routinely slammed Rose, who marketed himself as a moderate in 2018, For failing to push back against liberals in New York City and not standing up for the needs of the people of Staten Island. Right now,
0: in New York City, there are two types of people representing us in Congress. They're either socialist Democrats, they're like my opponent, cowardly Democrats who won't stand up to them and fight back.
6: While Molly Otakas waged a congressional blowout in New York, the campaign Mace ran in the South Carolina First was decided by only about 6,000 votes. One-term incumbent Joe Cunningham outspent Mace by nearly $2 million, but was unable to overcome her attacks against his liberal agenda.
8: The low country deserves someone who's not going to vote with Nancy Pelosi 90% of the time. The low country deserves someone who's not going to say one thing and do another when they get to D.C., like saying they're against the Green New Deal, and then going and voting for $200 billion in Green New Deal mandates, which is a tax raise.
6: Mace, a working single mother and the first female to graduate from the Citadel, South Carolina's military college,
8: celebrated the success of conservative women. We made a huge a huge difference this year. And if we wanna have a seat at the table, women have to run and they have to win. And the, the great thing about this story this year, Dana, and I'm so appreciative of you having Nicole and I on today, is that it's not just Democrat women that have a monopoly on breaking glass ceilings. Republican women have been doing it all year long in these elections all across the country. And in fact, 26 of the 27 toss-up races here this year were won by women, minorities, uh, combat vets. And in my case, I was in a lean Democrat seat that we took back this year. It's just an exciting time to be part of history with all these great, hard-working women.
6: Molly Otakis and May say that while the force is already strong, they are still working to recruit more minority members to bring conservative values back to the forefront of the American legislative process. Christina Howitzon, One America News.
1: Now, I got to say, without fear of contradiction, okay, while that clip was playing, I'm locked, I glanced over at the video. That interview that you heard these two ladies speaking on was done on, of all places, liberal-run CNN. That's right. Liberal-run CNN, and I was surprised that the person doing the interview didn't interrupt them, didn't cut them off, didn't try to contradict them in any way. I was very surprised by that. Gunslinger, what do you think about about this uh, freedom force that is now making its way to our Congress? In and and prepared to challenge the the liberal squad.
3: Well, I, I mean, I, there's nothing bad you can say about them. It's always it's obviously a good thing because somebody needs to challenge these idiots. They need to throw them out of the country. What they what they need because they're communist, they're socialist. They want to turn this country into a third world shithole, okay? Because they themselves came from a third world shithole. So, you know, uh, bird and feather flock together, don't they? My famous saying, okay? And in their case, it's definitely damn, uh, damn for sure true, okay? They want to bring in their communist agendas, they want to bring in their socialist agendas, and we all know they don't work. Uh, they want to bring in that Sharia law bullshit, okay? <laughs> Again, turning this country into one of their third world shitholes that they fucking slithered out from under. So they need to go up back and slither back under that fucking shithole that they come in that they came from. Because we don't want that shit in this country. We're not going to have this shit in the country, okay? You think they're going to try to to? Put in place and replace the Constitution with that bullshit Sharia law and that. Uh, oh my God! I mean, <laughs> revolution. <laughs> I ain't no doubt about it. Okay, but uh, oh yeah, that's a good idea for those other. Yeah, challenge them all the way. Run them motherfuckers out of town with pitchforks.
1: Good. <laughs> yeah, run them out of town with, with pitchforks. Yeah, run them out of town on that proverbial rail. It's a, kind of a kind of a catch twenty two for them, isn't it? You know, <clears throat> but I think this uh, dubbing themselves the freedom dubbing themselves Freedom Force uh, is a very apt uh, moniker. It really is, uh, because when you look at the at, at the number of people that are in this Freedom Force, there's something like five or six people that are part of this, where the squad is only four people. So they're outnumbered. They are literally outnumbered in that regard. So the squad's going to have their hands full. The only thing that they can claim against the against the freedom force is, "Oh, that is so racist." To the men on the on the on the freedom force, they're, they're liable to invoke. You're you you're acting like a white supremacist. There's not much that they can that they'll be able to do against them, and uh, between you, me, and the Four Winds Gunslinger, I think the the irony that comes of all this is the the Republicans took back more seats. In this election, than the Democrats thought possible, and it made them cringe. Now, while the Democrats may still have the majority in the Congress, not by much. And come 2022, as I said in previous broadcasts, how much you want to bet the Republicans take back the Congress? And if they're successful, keeping the Senate, that would put a Democrat administration
5: <laughs>
1: up the creek without a paddle and no boat to row. Oh yeah. I mean, gunslinger. I I, I don't know about you, but. Uh, you know, there, there's there's a I have a coffee mug here. I don't drink out of it anymore, but I have a coffee mug here. And it is President Trump flipping the finger. Okay. President Trump flipping the finger. And his that, that image is on both sides of this mug. And this mug sits right here on top of my on the on the shelf of my desk, right there where I can see it. And I'm gonna, one of these days, I'm going to take a picture of that mug. I'm going to put that picture up on the social media platforms other than Facebook. Because I won't put it on Facebook, because I'm sure Facebook will go, that's hate speech. <coughs> Facebook jail for you. So I won't put it on Facebook, but I'll put it on MeWe and Gab. I'll even put it on Parler. And I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts, it'll go viral. (laughs) I have that feeling it would go viral. Especially when I add the caption, this is President Trump's reaction to a rigged election. I think that would that would be a good caption for it. Maybe. All right. Now, Gunslinger. Uh... There is one item here, outside of the politics and everything that we talk about here on this broadcast. Have you heard about this monolith, monolith that was found in the in a Utah de, in the Utah desert? Well, apparently, that same monolith vanished. Well, I'm going to play a clip here from One America News about that. I want you to listen to this. This will be the first time I'm hearing it, too. But take a listen to this, folks. If you've heard about this story, if you've read about it, it kind of piqued my interest because, I don't know, there's something weird about it. Keep this image in the back of your mind, folks, by the way. Remember 2001, a space odyssey. I won't say anything more than that. So, here goes nothing. I hope.
6: A mysterious monolith has Utah authorities baffled after appearing out of nowhere when vanishing with no trace of an owner. Here's One America's Timothy Hart with more.
5: An enigmatic monolith making headlines for its sudden appearance in a Utah desert is removed by an unknown party. According to the United States Bureau of Land Management, the unauthorized structure has been removed and officials are at a loss for who the culprit could have been. No leads, no trace evidence. All that was left behind where the structure once stood proudly is a pile of rocks and the monolith's triangular top. The monolith's appearance in late November had many dumbfounded after it was discovered by state officials who were out counting bighorn sheep. Travelers flocked to the Red Rock Desert to find the structure after online communities tracked its coordinates. Tourists who took the pilgrimage discovered the object was made from aluminum and was hollow on the inside. Utah authorities have denied any involvement on their part saying the move, although amusing, is still technically illegal. The Land Management Bureau made no comment on the structure, but did remind residents such actions were criminal offenses. Local officials say the monolith is considered private property and they had no authority to remove it. The monolith's creator remains unknown, with speculation ranging wildly from rumors the originator could have been a rogue street artist to other wilder theories blaming ancient aliens investigations into the structure and its origins are now under the jurisdiction of the county sheriff Timothy Hart one american news want to see more video
1: now for those of you who are wondering what this monolith looks like all right i'm going to uh, i'm going to attempt the impossible here Let's see if I can screen capture this thing. Uh, Here we go. There. Now, as soon as I, uh, as soon as I, there we go.
4: Is there is
3: there something running in your background? Because I'm hearing like a. That's my hard drive work. I heard it all. Your hard drive?
1: Yeah, I've got a very noisy hard drive. It doesn't like. It it really doesn't like. uh, For some reason, I don't know why, but this hard drive has a tendency to. to kind of spit and sputter when it, when it, when it goes around. It's, it's okay. It's, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. But it's, it's, a, it's because where my microphone is and where the tower is, the tower is, uh... well, let me see here. Hang on a second. Let me get my measuring tape, because I'm not sure exactly how far it really is. Uh, I'd say it's about a foot away from Roughly about a foot away from the uh, from the from the from the device. So, and I'm surprised you can hear it uh, in the background because now it's. I've it's been hearing down. it all night. That's wild.
3: I've been hearing it all night. Did the, you hear the, it the other night too, boom, or? Boom, boom, boom. I didn't recall hearing it the other night, last night, but I've, well, ever since you started, though, I was wondering what it's like a little bitty drums beating. Nope. <laughs>
1: it's It's definitely not uh, a drum beat. Now, let me see here. Um,. Uh, I'll put this in the, uh, in the chat room so you can see a, sol- uh, a still shot of the, of the monolith in question. And now I will show the folks at home watching on the video feeds. Now, this is the monolith. It's triangular in circumference, And it's it's, it's made, of, hollow, it's made of, a, of aluminum, and it's hollow. Now, you look at this, okay, when you look at this, I, I want you to remember, folks, if it's made of aluminum, and it's hollow, and it wasn't anchored in any way, somebody walked off with it, okay? But this is weird. All, one day there was nothing there, and then all of a sudden it's there, and then all of a sudden again it's not there anymore. I, I kind of wonder about this. I, I think the person who who made this, okay, the person who who's behind the making of this, uh, certainly, uh, you know. Uh, certainly, uh, put something out there to to make it a mystery. Whether it's mysterious or not is not for me to say, but I will say this: it raises a it raises an eyebrow as to who snatched it and why. A little something at the clo- as we close out the broadcast tonight, For those who uh, were curious. And, of course, if you want to see the uh, the image in question, I'm sure you can look it up on Google Images and find Utah Monolith. And in fact, I'm almost 99% sure of that. Let me see. Just for shits and giggles, people. Yes, I'm going to Put in Utah monolith. Yep. You will see pictures of the Utah monolith. Uh, When you do the search, look at the one, look, look at ones like where you see a bearded man, and the monolith is over his right shoulder and so forth those are the actual pictures of the monolith as taken by as a selfie so you you can find it on google images well that is going to do it for this edition of firefox news online of course i want to thank cherokee rose for tuning in and joining us gene also uh, was watching tonight i apologize gene i did not recognize you as i should have and i really am sorry that did not happen Uh, that's my bad, but I am recognizing you uh, at this point. Uh, Captain Obvious, who is obviously clueless, also tuned in. Mike from Louisiana, and of course, all of you watching and listening by archives. A fresh copy of this broadcast will be uploaded to Blog Talk Radio with everything intact, uh, shortly after I get off the air. And of course, uh, those of you to see it on rumble.com, it will be there as well. Uh, you can check parlor.com, mewe.com, and of course gab.com for the links to the rumble, broad- to the rumble archive broadcast of tonight's show. So gunslinger, thanks again, brother for, for hanging out with me. And uh, of course, uh, we will be back for the Wednesday Night Edition, where it will either be Hump Day or Humped Day. We'll have to see. But in the meantime, I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, with the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Until next time. Good night, America. And we will catch you on the next edition of Firefox News Online. Fair, balanced, and always responsible, and even sometimes a little bit silly, too. So, that's all there is. There ain't no more. Nighty-night, people. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Send your comments to us by writing comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Also, if you have any stories or topic ideas you'd like to share with us, send them to we report at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's we report at fire. FirefoxNewsOnline.com, And be sure to check facebook.com slash ffnoibn That's facebook.com slash ffnoibn For the links to the live broadcasts of Firefox News Online on the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Be sure to use hashtag ffnop that's hashtag ffnop to trend this broadcast and all Firefox News Online broadcasts globally on social media. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next edition.
6: That's
2: awful. So let it be written. So let it be done.
5: Thank you for using Blog Talk
4: Radio. Goodbye.